0: Yo, 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 welcome to the show, this is Chris to Chris Comedy, advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world, Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Mike's here with the jokes all the way from 1992. Uh, You guys might know me from YouTube... Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Both are hurtfully neglected. Uploaded.com brings them all together like one great, big, happy family. Don't forget that you can subscribe to this show, Chris to Chris, for new episodes every single week. This show sure ain't neglected. Every single Friday, we have a new episode. We are on, uh, uh, what are we on? Apple Podcasts? I don't think iTunes is a thing anymore, apparently. No more iTunes. Are we on iTunes? I don't think we are, Mike. I think they're getting rid of iTunes if they haven't already. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anywhere podcasts are sold for free, we are there, including com, where you could download this episode and 35 others in the past, just like this, only different. You could also stream them. You could share them with your friends. Highly encouraged, by the way. And you can review us. I don't know if you could still review us on iTunes, but you can review us somewhere, Whether, wherever you are downloading this podcast. Please give us a a good review. It helps us get out there. And we are trying to get 8 billion people listening to this show, and a good review really helps that. It really helps the algorithms know that this show is worth listening to. Anyway, we got a great show for y'all today. We're talking about our E3 predictions. We're also going to be going over some cake tragedies, uh, some Trump prayer coins, stepping outside of your comfort zone, listener questions, poll results, and a whole lot more. It's going to be a fun show. But let's get into it, all right? So when I finished preparing for last week's episode, I had already finished doing my prep work, right? I stumbled upon a story that I knew I needed to talk about this week. So I have recently discovered The Jim Baker Show. And if you don't know what it is, like I didn't know what it is or what it was, if you didn't know about it, it's a fascinating show and i had to it was so fascinating to me that i had to do some research into it see in the 1960s and the 1970s which geez, it was a long time ago now it's like uh what 50 60 years ago at this point back then back in the day this guy jimmy baker he was a televangelist see he he started working for uh, pat robinson when when he was a uh, small time and then he was working for the 700 club and he was he was helping build these shows up. He was quickly climbing his way up the televangelist ladder. Oh boy. And he was a superstar. He, he just, he just kind of blew up, right? So he started a, a Christian theme park. The first of its kind, I believe uh, he embezzled a bunch of money, paid off his rape accuser. He He was, he was a big, big shot. You know, he was a big deal. Anyway, he had to get out of the televangelist game in the '90s, while he did a brief tour in uh, <clears throat> prison. But in 2003, he got back in. You know, ding, ding. He's like Rocky. He can never fully. He can never fully get out of it. You know, the the televangelist doesn't leave the player. The player leaves the televangelist. Something like that. Anyway, he he started up the Jim Baker Show, which, according to Wikipedia, you can watch on DirecTV and Dish Network. And I have never had satellite. So I'm guessing that's why I've never heard of this guy until now. But uh, apparently, in his in his recoming to Christ, he became a, a, a doomsdayer. You know, he he talks a lot about uh, the end of days, the apocalypse, and because of that, he can sell you a lot of end of days sort of things. Uh, what's the what's it called? Doomsday preppers. I think that's a show where people just stock up on crap. That's this guy is the uh, guy that sells you that crap. See, he, he sells things, a lot of things on his website. He a very thorough store on his website. But he sells things like um, buckets of freeze-dried food, like buckets that are supposed to last you a year. And you can get a, these buckets of freeze-dried food for only $650. A $650 donation will get you a nice uh, big bucket. And I checked out his website. And it really has an incredible store. It's full of things like dietary supplements, water filters, Roku's, you can get a Roku there, uh, coloring books, peanut butter powder, you know, standard stuff to get you closer to God. The point I'm trying to make here is that clearly this guy, Jim Baker, he has your best interests at heart. You know, some people might try to rip you off, but not Jim Baker. Okay, so recently, the Jim Baker had this guy on on the show, uh, Lance Wallnau. He was a guest, and I think he's a guest regularly on this show. And I didn't know who Lance Wallnau was, so I looked him up. I felt pretty stupid that I didn't know who he was, because according to Lance, he's a very important guy. His website calls him a strategist, futurist, and compelling communicator. His claim to fame is that he accurately predicted Donald Trump would be president as soon as he announced his campaign. Incredible. Incredible. So Jimmy Baker brings Lance onto the show a few weeks ago, and Lance blows my mind, right? He pulls out a gold coin with a picture of Donald J. Trump on it. He says it's a prayer token, and he says that with your $45 donation, you can have one of these Trump prayer coins. Color me intrigued, okay? okay. So here's what he said. Here's what he said. How many of you have been praying all across America? How many have been praying? This coin is our point of contact. When I asked the Lord, why the coin?
1: The Lord said, because when you take the coin, it's a point of contact so your faith is being
0: released with a million other believers to pray protection and peace and wisdom and counsel over the president of the united states and over his family Mm -hmm. that's
1: our point of contact every day when you see it remember god puts something in your
0: in your hand that you have a role in that's why we've got to pray because they think we're crazy but we're actually the sane ones right stop it there mike wow that is some pretty powerful stuff, right? And it's so affordable. So this week, we're going to figure out if we should be buying a $45 coin to make our prayers count more so that Trump can be reelected. In the meantime, we are going to move on to our tip of the week. We have got a lot to talk about this week, so I'm going to keep this tip short and sweet. Maybe we'll return to the subject one day. We probably will because history is kind of cyclical. So this week's tip is to embarrass yourself, right? Embarrass yourself. Now, don't go out of your way to humiliate yourself or anything, but do be willing to step outside of your comfort zone every now and then. You know, when you think of somebody cool, you probably don't like that person because they are aggressively normal, right? It's not like, wow, hey, that guy really knows how to order a combo from the drive-thru. Man, he got he got the regular size. He didn't get upcharged. He bought a coupon. He was... He was in the zone. You know, that's not a cool guy. Nobody thinks that guy is cool. Being normal is fine. It's fine. But it also means that you don't stand out in any way, shape, or form. Okay? So if you, if you want to blend it and never be noticed in your life, you should definitely strive to be as normal as possible. You will succeed with flying colors, you know? If you are abnormal, you will stand out. If you are uh, subnormal, is that, a, is that a word? Subnormal? If you are extraordinary, you will stand out you know, but if you, if you don't want to spend your whole life hiding how much you love something like, uh, like, uh, my little pony ASMR videos, right? You should tell somebody, you should tell somebody, well, you know, maybe don't tell that to everybody, you know, they're standing out and then there's putting a, a big bullseye on your back, you know, Jeez, I can't imagine. Can you imagine somebody, somebody should take one for the team, you know, look up, look up, my little Pony ASMR videos, and just watch your your YouTube suggestions go to help um, anyway you know if you're, if you're like really into dragon Ball Z or or Naruto, you probably are not going to win any cool points by larping with your friends in the mall parking lot or or on your college campus, but you will go ahead and LARP with them at their conventions or at their homes. You know, LARP away. Let your freak flag fly in the right place. You know, it's like the old saying goes, be a lady in the street and a geek in the sheets or something like that. Anyway, that's my short and simple tip of the week. Embarrass yourself every now and then. It, it'll, it'll take you places. Anyway, we got to move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. So E3 2019 is coming next week. We've been hyping it up a lot. We're going we're gonna to do some streaming, but I thought it would be fun to share some of my E3 predictions this week, and next week we could see what I got right, what I got wrong, and we'll have some fun. You know, it'll be fun this week, it'll be fun next week, and the week after that, who the hell knows. Mike, before we start, do you have any predictions for E3 this year? Uh, No. Okay, great. Uh, We are going to go in order of which company presents first. You know, last year, EA did a a very bad presentation. It was so bad that they are not going to be doing a presentation this year. So good for us. Uh, Let's move on to Microsoft. Microsoft is doing their press conference at 1 p.m. on Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you want, you should should, uh, watch it with us. We're going to do a live stream of that one. We'll do a live stream reaction. Okay, so you can watch it with the the cast of Chris to Chris. We'll have a live chat. We'll have fun. We'll have fun. I'll be on camera. So come watch the show with us. Uh, My predictions for Microsoft. First, Microsoft is going to show more games in their press conference than anybody else. Anybody else. You know, even though the PlayStation 4 has more games, it gets all of the games. It gets more games than the Xbox One, even though that's true. Microsoft still tends to show off more of them at E3. You know, they care a little bit more. Sony, Sony has that uh, first place problem. Any, whoever is in first place just has a, a swollen ego, a swollen cabeza. And so Sony's cabeza is so swollen, they're not even showing up to E3 this year. A second prediction for Microsoft is that none of these games will be exclusive. Not a single one of them. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I don't own an Xbox One. However, I do own a PC. Pretty, pretty nice PC. It's not the, the highest of high ends, but it, it's decent. It gets the job done, and it can play pretty much whatever Microsoft throws at me this year. So that's cool with me. Microsoft, a couple years ago, said, hey, look, we're not going to do the exclusive thing anymore. Anything that we publish is going to also come to the PC, and I'm A-OK with that. That's cool with me. So good for them. A third prediction for Microsoft is that they're going to give a hint about their next Xbox. You know, Sony keeps talking mad trash right now. They're saying, hey, the PlayStation 5 is coming. The PlayStation 5 is coming. We're not coming to E3, but the PlayStation 5 is coming next year. And so Microsoft can't have that. You know, they can't be the only ones not talking about their next system. So the Xbox one, what are you going to call that? The Xbox two, the Xbox naming scheme is ridiculous. Every single Xbox since the original has had a ridiculous naming scheme. So who the hell knows what they're gonna call it? Uh, when the Xbox One was first uh, re- revealed or announced, uh, Microsoft employees were saying this is the all-in-one system, and it's gonna have cloud gaming, and this could theoretically be the last console you'll ever need to buy. They ain't talking like that no more. So uh, we'll have the Xbox uh, twiddly do, whatever they're gonna call it. They'll 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 give a little bit of talk about it, I think, and. Uh, They might do a a Halo 6 reveal, gameplay reveal. You guys uh, might be into Halo. I think they'll finally do that. Wow, that's uh, some okay predictions for Microsoft, I think. Let's move on to Bethesda. Uh, We might stream this show, too. It's also on Sunday. It starts at uh, 5.30 Pacific Standard Time. And this is the company, if you don't know, this is the company that hyped up everybody for Fallout 76 last year, and then they pissed off everyone by releasing... Fallout 76. It wasn't uh, a very good game. People uh, didn't like it. It was an underbaked, undercooked game. And uh, Bethesda's reputation really suffered for it. You know, they're known for releasing buggy games. But this was just a buggy, incomplete game that nobody asked for, apparently. So my predictions is that they're not going to talk a lot about Fallout 76, you know? It's going to get a lot of boos and jeers. Less cheers, you know? Uh, My second prediction is that they're... Going to show off a lot of Doom Eternal instead. That's the sequel to uh, Doom 2016, which is a hell of a game if you haven't played it. And I think it's a good thing that they're going to focus on Doom. They'll probably talk about that uh, Wolfenstein game starring uh, B.J. Blazkowicz. Is that how you pronounce it, Mike? Uh, Blazkowicz. His uh, two daughters. I don't know. I haven't played the second one yet. Uh, Third prediction is that they're going to spend too much time talking about a mobile game. That seems to be the trend. EA will probably do that, too. They did that in their conference last year. they said, "Hey, guess what? Command and Conquer is back." And people cheered. And then EA said, "And it's a mobile game." And everybody's just everybody just uh, started looking for drugs. Uh, let's see here. Let's move on to uh Ubisoft. So last year, we live-streamed the Ubisoft press conference and they decided to add a strike to my YouTube channel, which got us banned from streaming for 3 months. So we ain't streaming shit from Ubisoft this year. We ain't streaming shit. Go to hell, Ubisoft. You know, I, I got to go to work that day anyway, but I still wouldn't be streaming you. And if I did, it would probably be on uh, Facebook or something in blurry vision. So even if we do get kicked off by any of these, uh, these uh, companies, Microsoft, Bethesda, whoever, if we get a strike that kicks us off YouTube, we'll, uh, we'll move the party on over to Facebook or Twitter or something. So uh, my Ubisoft predictions. First prediction is that Ubisoft games, they tend to get leaked before E3, like every year. A couple of years ago, uh, Mario Plus Rabbids was was leaked ahead of time. Like, all of the details were leaked. That game was Crack Cocaine, by the way. It was a very fun game. I highly recommend it for the Switch. Anyway, so uh, I think we're going to know about all or, or most of their games ahead of time. For example, uh, Watch Dogs 3, Watch Dogs Legion was just leaked. It's a game where apparently you can play as the NPCs. They're also going to show off uh, some uh, new Just Dance game. I know that's a shocker. It's like EA going to E3 without a new FIFA game. EA loves to talk about a FIFA game. Ubisoft loves to talk about a Just Dance game. I think that they're also going to show off a Ghost Recon breakpoint, which I don't know if was leaked ahead of time or if Ubisoft just... Went ahead and spoiled it ahead of time, but that's a new Ghost Recon game starring the guy who plays uh, The Punisher. What is his name? Bernthal? Uh, Netflix canceled The Punisher, so he's got to star in video games now. Speaking of Netflix, Netflix is going to be at E3 too this year. They said, hey, we're going to have some video games based on our properties this year. They already announced that uh, Stranger Things, a a video game tied to Season 3 of Stranger Things, is coming to the Switch on the same day Stranger Things Season 3 launches, which is the 4th of July. Independence Day So look out for Netflix. A uh, final uh, prediction from Ubisoft is maybe they'll do another uh, collaboration with Nintendo. I'm kind of hoping for it, but we might be a-, a year too early on that front. Video games, good video games tend to take three years or more to make, especially when you're talking big budgets like that. Let's move on to Square Enix. This is the company that stole Sony's spot because. Sony decided not to show up to E3 this year for some reason. So Square Enix said, hey, that time slot looks pretty good. Let me take it. Those shoes are my size kind of thing. I think uh, Sony's marketing department uh, took a hit this year. You know, they, they, they probably said, hey, you guys you got to scale back. You're spending too much money at these, uh, these conferences and these trade shows. So next year, they're probably going to go all out with the PlayStation 5 reveal. Uh, but this year, Sony looks... Lame as hell. A few years back, uh, the Wii U was doing pretty bad. Pretty bad. It was, it was barely getting any games. And most, like, pretty much any big game the Wii U was getting was from Nintendo. And even Nintendo had kind of uh, put it on, uh, they were phoning it in during the last year and a half or so. They, they, they weren't putting out their best at that point. So uh, Nintendo was preparing for the Switch. But even then, even then, Nintendo was, was hurting, right? But even then they still showed up to E3. They focused on one game, and to their credit it was a great game, Breath of the Wild," That's Zelda. But damn it, they still showed up. The PlayStation 4, which is the clear winner of this generation, it's dominating. And Sony is just saying, "Yeah, E3 is so 2008. You guys are so 2008 what the hell are we talking about? Oh, uh, Square. Square. So, I think uh, for predictions, Square is going to probably talk about a bunch of JRPGs that I I really don't care about, not into bad writing. (laughs) I don't know. There's a certain cultural difference that I often just don't gel with, you know? No no hate to to the people that love that crap, but uh, it's just not my thing just not my thing, I think uh, one of those JRPGs will be a uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake, which apparently, you know, Final Fantasy 7 is just this game that brings people together, I, I haven't played it, I haven't played it, I'll be honest, you know, I talk about video games all the time, and I've never played Final Fantasy 7, but I also didn't own an original PlayStation, so it kind of passed me by, and I just didn't care, and so now there's this remake, and it looks more like an action RPG, maybe it'll give it a shot, maybe I'll give it a shot, I don't know, probably not, but we'll see. So they're, they're going to show off the Final Fantasy VII remake. A lot of people are excited for that. A lot of people think thought it was not going to happen. They thought it was going to be a PlayStation 5 game at this point. They are also going to show off the Avengers game. Square Enix is making an Avengers game. Actually, they have a Western studio. The, the people that made the Tomb Raider games, the last uh, Tomb Raider trilogy, which was pretty good. Uh, those guys are making Crystal Dynamics. I think They're making an Avengers game. And a lot of people are excited for it. We know nothing about it but I'm kind of worried it's going to be some games-as-a-service kind of bullshit, so I'm uh, kind of glass-half-empty on this. We'll see. Might be good, but never underestimate how terrible this industry could be. Finally, uh, we have Nintendo. They're going last, so Tuesday. Uh, We're going to live stream this on our YouTube channel, too. It's it's going to be at 9 a.m. You know, everybody else is doing this kind of afternoon-evening thing. Nintendo's like, you better wake your ass up early for me. So 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, we are going to be uh, showing off, or Nintendo's going to be showing off, their Nintendo Direct, which they've been doing for the last, I don't know, jeez, long time now. They haven't done an actual E3 press conference live in, uh, since, I want to say 2012, jeez. So my predictions for Nintendo, uh, on, on Wednesday uh, this week, they did a 16-minute preview of the new Pokemon games and uh, that's not really a prediction it's just a fact so they're not going to talk too much about pokemon they did the same thing last year so i think they like to get get the pokemon stuff out of the way so they're not spending an abundance amount of time talking about pokemon but on that note last year they spent about like 30 plus minutes just talking about smash brothers ultimate and you know that's great if you are really into smash brothers i really like smash brothers but even at that point i was like Jeez, you guys are really going in on details about this. Uh, if uh, people, people who are just kind of into Smash Brothers or don't like Smash Brothers, they tuned out a long time ago. So this year, I predict that uh, they're going to do the same thing with Animal Crossing. There's a new Animal Crossing game coming to the Switch, and they said it's coming out in 2019, but they haven't talked about it a lot. So if it really does come out this year, I think that they're going to spend an incredibly long time beating it to death. And I'm kind of hoping the game gets delayed, to early next year, just so I don't have to deal with that. Just so I don't have to deal with that. Because I'm not into Animal Crossing. That's my selfish prediction, hope prediction. So if you really want Animal Crossing, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm not trying to put bad juju in the air for you. I'm just saying I don't want to hear 30 minutes of Animal Crossing. Show me some, show me five minutes. I'll give you five minutes of Animal Crossing, okay? Five minutes, and that's a lot for me, okay? I gotta, I gotta stream this. I gotta pretend like I'm interested in 30 minutes of Animal Crossing. I don't want to have to talk over it. Anyway, uh, third prediction here is, or second prediction, they're they're going to show off uh, some platinum games, platinum games games. These are the guys that made uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta Two, and a lot of other action games. So, Astral Chain was already announced for the Switch, coming out in August, and Bayonetta Three was already announced, but we had no release date, and we haven't really seen any footage outside of a quick little teaser trailer that was not a, a it didn't show gameplay. So I think we're finally going to see some Bayonetta 3 gameplay footage, maybe. And they're probably going to show off Luigi's Mansion 3, which is also supposed to be coming out this year. But I need I need some bangers. I need some kind of action bangers. Astral Chain is good. Astral Chain is good. But I want something that's also coming out at the end of the year. Pokemon looks cool, but it, I want something to compete with the big boys. You know, I want I want some some kind of action adrenaline. Uh, You know, something that's injecting the needle right into my veins sort of thing. I want adrenaline pumping through my eyeballs. I want them to show off something from Retro, the guys who made the, the Metroid Prime games and Donkey Kong Country, the last two Donkey Kong Country games. I want them to show something from them because we haven't seen a new Retro game since Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which first came out on the Wii U in, I think, 2014, like January or February 2014. How long ago was that? You know 2014 was literally 20 years ago at this point? Wow. So hopefully something from Retro. We know that they're making Metroid Prime 4. They might show off a Metroid Prime Trilogy collection. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm calling that right now. They're going to show off the Metroid Prime Trilogy HD collection. Great, great set of games. And they're probably going to show off... Uh, a uh, nice indie scissor reel, a lot of smaller games all at once. The Switch tends to get a lot of great indie games because they tend to sell the best on Switch. I, I can't profess enough love for Katana Zero. It's a, a great action game that uh, really makes you question everything. And finally, I demand at least one big surprise from Nintendo. That That's where that whole adrenaline junkie crap comes in. Just Just blow me away. Blow me away, Nintendo. That's my last day. That's my last day to be able to stream E3. And so on uh, Friday of next week, we will uh, recap. We'll talk about it. We'll see what happened. But let's move on. Let's move on out of the video game corner. Because I want to get back to this prayer coin. One of my favorite quotes from Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. uh, One of my favorite quotes from Jesus was when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And with your $45 donation to some jag off with a microphone, you can get an authentic gold-plated prayer coin. Your prayers will be more powerful if you give this guy over here some money. So I've got to figure out if we should get this coin. Mike, do you have that coin page up? Let's, uh, Let's see what it says. Okay. All right. So for $45, I would receive... One Cyrus Trump coin. Oh, did I mention? So Trump's on this coin, but it also has this guy from the Bible, Cyrus, behind him. And uh, what is his name? John La- Lanau? Uh, whatever, Lanau. Uh, he, he, he's trying to make put some kind of connection between Trump and this guy from the Bible, but he won't actually give any real details. You have to, you have to give him this $45 donation, which is completely understandable, before he actually tells you what you're getting. So you get this uh, one Cyrus Trump coin, which is uh, gold-plated, and you get one Cyrus Trump booklet. Awesome. And a DVD of Dr. Lance. It's Lance. A DVD of Dr. Lance Walnow, talking about God knows what. (laughs) God knows what. Only God knows what the hell the guy's talking about. So sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Pretty good deal. The thing I really like about this coin is that it's going to make my prayers matter more. You know. I'm worried that my prayers haven't really been counting before now because I never had a coin in my hand while I was praying. This Lance guy's blowing my mind. So let's see here. What else they got? Uh, California residents click here for Proposition 65 warning. Oh, oh, it looks like the coin is made of materials known to cause cancer. You know, I'm sure this gold plating will protect me from that lead though. Not too shabby. Uh, You know, I'm really torn up about this because I'm not sure if I'm ready for that kind of power. Hmm. i really got to think about this. In the meantime, let's move on to the news. (laughs) A family in Pasadena, Texas is recovering from a true tragedy this week. Marcy Flores bought a cake from the local Walmart for the occasion of her daughter's high school graduation. I remember graduating from high school. She ordered a two-tiered cake, but Walmart lost her order and offered to give her another cake for free. So she went to Walmart in the morning before the graduation and Walmart said, hey, we lost it. We lost the order. So when she got there and they said, you can pick another cake for free, she ordered a smaller blue cake with a picture of her daughter printed on the frosting. But folks, this tragic story only gets worse. See, during the big graduation party, they broke out the new cake and began to cut the first slice, only to discover a terrible secret was lurking inside. See, the frosting was real, but the cake was not. Walmart had given Marcy a cake made of styrofoam. Hmm. So, of course, they did the only rational thing you could do in this situation. They called up a bunch of news stations and uh, told them about their heartbreaking story. You know, my cake wasn't real. Let's call the news. Call the presses. Call the presses. I have a styrofoam cake. Understandable. So with tears in her eyes. This poor woman, Marcy, recounts the terrible day she was given a styrofoam cake from Walmart. Some of Marcy's relatives actually show up in the local KPRC2 news report on this story. And the relatives are looking like, Yep, I guess I'm going to be on TV while my sister cries over a fake cake. (laughs) Even Marcy's daughter, uh, Leah, the girl who graduated, doesn't look like she really cares. In, In the news story, she's like, you know, this, uh, this isn't just my graduation. This is my mom's special day, too. And so Marcy, uh, she told KPRC2, they said, they can't replace that moment we lost. Oh, I don't want to misquote her. She said, they can't replace the moment that we lost. Very sad. I'm getting choked up just talking about it. Uh, Walmart gave Marcy a $60 gift card for her troubles you know she didn't pay for the cake and she got 60 dollars out of it so it's not too bad i guess uh but this whole thing seems to have snowballed because her sister Nellie, she was the one who got this thing rolling she she posted a video of the styrofoam cake on on her facebook page and the the post was made public so of course it blew up and a a bunch of her friends and strangers start suggesting that she should sue walmart and demands all kinds of free shit for a cake that she never actually paid for you know the problem is, if they wanted to sue, they, they they screwed up. If they wanted to sue, someone would have had to take one for the team and choke down on some styrofoam. And I mean literally choke on some styrofoam. You know, pretend like you didn't know a styrofoam. Just like, I just cut into it and took a bite of some cake. But uh, that's not what they did. They took it back and uh, Walmart offered them a $60 gift card. And then they saw people saying you should sue. And so now they're on the news. Look. I get that it's a hassle and a waste of time. Totally understand that. But you have to admit, it's also pretty funny. It's also pretty funny. What, what's the real story here? What's the, what's the good graduation story here? Yeah, you know, uh, my daughter graduated, and then we all ate cake. That's not a story. That's not a story. That's just something you do. But I got a cake, or I ordered a cake. They lost it. I got another order, gave it to me for free, and wouldn't you know it, the dang thing was made of Styrofoam. And people would laugh and laugh and laugh. Now, you're on the news with your crocodile tears crying over a styrofoam cake. Now, I, and the, the other thing is, I know that this lady has bought cake before. I'm looking at her. She's bought some cake before. And did she think that cake technology had just recently made it so that your cake weighs like half a pound when you pick it up? Huh? The frosting probably weighed more than the styrofoam in this case. You guys have picked up styrofoam. Styrofoam weighs less than nothing. It's negative weight. Walmart said that it was a misunderstanding. Here is what I think happened. Because some people are like, how, do you, how is that a misunderstanding? Here's what happened, all right, according to me. So uh, Marcy goes to pick up her cake. Walmart says that we lost your order. Pick up something else. Pick something else here, uh, free of charge. Just pick any cake here. And so she says, she sees the, the display cake. She points at it and says, I want that one. And the hungover Walmart employee thinks, She wants this one, she wants this cake, this one that she's pointing at. So, you know, they they slap the girl's picture on the display and they call it a day. You know, there's your cake. Or, 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 maybe this lady was just a huge pain in the ass and I can't imagine this lady would be a pain in the ass. But maybe she's just a huge pain in the ass and they said, we're gonna give this bitch a styrofoam cake. Fuck it. We're gonna give her a styrofoam cake, okay? Who knows, who really knows? But please, regardless of what happened, keep this woman in your thoughts and prayers during this very difficult time in her life. I think I'll, I'll link the, the news clip on our website, upandloaded.com. You should totally check it out. And I think we're just going to do one news story for today. I'm just, too, I'm just too broken up about this lady's styrofoam cake to, to go on with the news. Anyway, we still have more to, more to cover anyway. Like, figuring out once and for all if we should buy this powerful Trump prayer coin. Gotta figure it out. Mike, there is this movie called Uncle Ben, and the main character dies like 20 minutes into the movie. But before he dies, he tells Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And that's how I feel about this coin. You know? I don't know if I could be trusted with this much power. And it's really tempting at only $45. That's $45 for a million dollars worth of power. That's the way I see it. But... (laughs) I just realized, after all this debating, after all this back and forth, I don't want Trump to be president again. Such a God-fearing man, like Donald Trump, would be much happier, much better suited as something like a a Pope. You know, imagine that. Pope Trump. Pope Trump II. Beautiful. Something like that, right? You know, it would be irresponsible of me to buy this powerful prayer coin if I'm not ready for my prayers to be answered. I'm not ready for that kind of responsibility. (sighs) I'm glad we were able to figure that out. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions, and we have some great questions this week. Chris asks, I know, this isn't me asking myself a question. I'm not not above that, by the way. But I don't think we've done that yet. I, I I'm not asking this question. There is another person named Chris asking me this question, and he says, "If I submit a question, does this segment become Chris to Chris to Chris?" <laughs> that is a great question, Chris. And this uh, phenomenon is actually called Chrisception, much like Inception, but with uh, Chris. And I'd like to get, um, I'd like to get Chris Rock. Yeah, I'd like to get Chris Rock to co-host a christmas episode while we answer questions from chris pratt chris evans chris paul and christopher robin while we eat some extra crispy chicken we can even give a chris brown a segment where he can share some boxing tips that sounds pretty good thanks for the question chris ken asks do you think you will ever get to episode 50 that's a good question Uh, well we've done this is our 36th episode, so we've done 36 weeks in a row, and as long as nobody murders me, I think we can pull it off. My wife hates when I bring up the idea of one of the listeners murdering me. She doesn't like me putting that in the air, so we're going we're gonna to definitely try to avoid that, but I just pulled it up on the calendar, and if my attempted killers do fail, our 50th episode should land on September 13th, 2019. That's this year. Uh, so please, uh, plan your vacation time around that date. I I don't know what we're going to be doing, but we will be doing something related to the number 50, I assume. Yillion asks, Will you ever do a face reveal on your podcast? You know, I knew that somebody would ask me this question one day. We've recorded the last 36 episodes with our hands covering our faces. I know. Crazy. It, this isn't a... A video format, but we've been doing it just in case. Just in case. So when we get to a thousand listeners next week, we will show our faces to the entire world. You know, we've also got hundreds of YouTube videos if you want some face spoilers, and we're doing the the live streaming on Sunday and Monday on our Laser Lemming channel and possibly Facebook. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think we will. I think we'll do a face reveal. Kim asks, if you could go into the future and change one thing, what would it be? Great question. I think the answer here is pretty obvious, you know. If I could change one thing in the future, it would have to be the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. You know, they can change this guy's face and his body all they want. But that movie's still going to suck, you know. You can you can only put so much lipstick on a pig. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. So I think that's the the best use of my... Future changing wish. Yillian asks, Why didn't Devin immediately ask you a question? That's a great question, Yillian. Uh, we haven't actually heard from Devin this week. Maybe, maybe we need to send a search party out.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, this would be a great time to have a, a Trump prayer coin handy. You know? Hmm. Mike, keep that page open and uh, pull out your wallet. We might need some 45 bucks plus uh, shipping and handling and 46 weeks for delivery. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for Devin. Thanks for the question. Uh, Ken asks, who is your favorite politician that lost an election in the 1800s? Ugh. Ugh don't make me choose. Jeez. Uh, this is a toughie. There's so many. But I'm going to go with Alexander Hamilton. And I, don't, I think he actually won the election that we know about or that I know about. But I think he had many possible losses to come. And he, I, I also believe he did help lose an election for his party. But uh, he probably would have lost some kind of important election. Maybe he could have lost to be president if he didn't die. But uh, he's my favorite 1800s-ish dead politician because he made that play, Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Uh, what How's it go? Um A toast to the groom, to the groom, to the groom, to the groom, to the bride, to the bride, to the bride. Wow, you guys are getting a Broadway play for free on this podcast. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody that I'm hooking you up like this. Anyway, thanks for the question, Ken. Uh, Yelian asks, tell the world. This isn't an ask. This is more like a statement. She says, tell the world your biggest secret. Jeez. All right, uh, here it is. Sometimes I don't really want you guys to enjoy your weekend or else. Sometimes I just want you to enjoy your weekend. The the threat doesn't always need to be there. And I know what you're thinking. That's not much of a biggest secret. But who the hell knows their biggest secret? I didn't I didn't murder anybody. I didn't murder anybody. Is that a secret? That's a boring secret. It's like saying I didn't uh it's like saying I didn't murder anybody today. Not too good with the 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 metaphors today. Let's see here. Oh, we have one more question. Uh, Ken asks, can Mike hold his breath for 45 minutes? Can he do it right now? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm saying yes. Mike is shaking his head no. But I I think you could do it, buddy. I think you could do it. Uh, Go ahead and get started. Mike, uh, your time starts now. Okay, Mike, uh, just hold your breath. Uh, Let's wrap this show up here, and we'll, we'll get back with the Mike breath-holding results next week, I suppose. Uh, But last week, we asked on our Facebook page, are you willing to be turned into compost when you kick the bucket? 75% of you said, yeah. Turn me into miracle Grow. Call me miracle Grow Joe. 75% of you. Quarter of you said, no. I don't want to do that. I would get dirty. I would get dirty. I don't want to be compost. I don't want flowers and, and plants and bugs growing out of me. This week's poll asks, uh, how much would you be willing to pay for a Trump prayer coin? Hmm, that's a ponderer right there. Uh, don't forget that you can subscribe to this show and, you know, participate. We, uh, we talk about subscribing in the beginning of the show. Like, yeah, you should. You definitely should. But you should also participate in this show. Follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. And, of course, uploaded.com we like to hear from you. We like your questions. These were fun this week. And, uh, we like to, we like to interact with you. We like to know what's going on in your noggin. Okay. So thanks for watching guys or watching, listening. You can watch, don't forget that you can watch us on Sunday, on Monday, Monday, on Sunday, on Tuesday, on Donner, on Blitzen. That's what I'm trying to say. We're going to be live streaming on laser lemming YouTube channel. And if we inevitably get, uh, striked out of that we'll we'll move our stream over to Facebook which you should like us on up and it. I think I could just talk in circles for an hour now but I won't thanks for listening guys you guys have been wonderful this has been episode 36 of Chris to Chris do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else